Hello and welcome back to the Key Arsenal podcast. It is episode 28 today and this should be a really exciting one. I'm joined by my lovely co-host Dad and Madeline. Are you both well? Yes. yes, thank you. Good, that's what I'd like to hear. And as I say, as I say it's an exciting one today because we are going to do our Euro 2020 predictions. We've got uh, some Wednesdays, we've got two days before the opening game. So we've basically done it almost as late as possible. And yeah, it should be really interesting to see what we've got. So let's kick it off. We're going to run through each group, saying who we think is going to finish first, seconds. We'll get on to the thirds later on. But let's start with start off with Group 8, which contains Italy, Switzerland, Turkey and Wales. Who, who wants to kick us off with who they've got? as the top two. Madeline, go on, kick us off. Oh, that wasn't me putting my hand up. That was well, me stretching. You looks like you put your hand up. Um, go I've gone for Italy and Switzerland. In that order, Italy top and Switzerland yeah. second? Okay. Yes. Dad, what about you? Uh, see, I've got Italy, who, with my well-known love of Italian football, and Turkey, who I think are real dark horses to do well. I don't think the Swiss score enough goals. Yeah, I've gone the same as you, Dad. Italy, yeah, obviously we like their football, we like their beers as well, Dad. So we'll we do open. like the beer. They'll like be playing. They'll be playing quite a few games. And yeah, I've gone Turkey, and I, I think you're right. I think almost Turkey have been so sort of talked about as underdogs that they've almost not anymore. But yeah, I think it's a really, really good team. They've scored quite a lot of goals in qualifying. Beat and the I'm, Netherlands a few months ago. Yeah, and I, I think that's something the Swiss struggle with. Obviously, we played them, didn't we, a couple of um, months back yeah. in friendly and they didn't really do anything. Good players, but... Well, they've got yeah. Granite Jack and Mastermind in the whole team. Lick Steiner as well, can't forget about him. I don't even know if he's still playing. He must be retired by now. <laughs> and um, what about Wales? Have we any of us got Wales in third? Or we no, got Turkey are coming third in mine. Turkey third in yours. And I've, I've got Wales finishing above Switzerland. Okay. I think only we'll... based on they've got Aaron Ramsey if he can stay fit for more than thirty minutes. That is a bold and, claim that he is going to do that, though. And they've got the other bloke that we don't like to talk about. <laughs> We've been getting fit at North, yeah. North London. They they will have a couple of games in Wales as well, which I think might help them. And they will have a couple of games in Wales, which I think will as, as much as I think that Switzerland aren't brilliant attacking, they're always quite solid defensive. So that I've was my the, reasoning. Yeah, I've got the Swiss in third and the Welsh bottom. OK, let's mo move on to Group B. This contains Belgium, Denmark, Russia and Finland. Uh, Dad, do you want to kick us off this time? Well, I've obviously gone Belgium top. Yep. Denmark second. Yep. Do you want my third and fourth? Yeah, go on. Russia and then Finland. Russia and Finland. I've gone exactly the same as you, Madeline. I hate to be a disappointment. I've also gone exactly the same as both of you. Yeah, I think this is... I don't know, it's probably one of the easier ones to do. And, but in, fa in fairness, Denmark are a good side. I just don't think they're as good as Belgium. Yeah. I haven't yeah. looked what order the games are. Um yeah, agreed. But well, and Denmark they beat us in the Nations League, didn't they? Which I mean was a bit dodgy. They got a very soft penalty. But another team that doesn't concede goals, and I'd say they've got more attacking options than the Swiss. So yeah, yeah, could 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 cause a couple of problems. They play each other in the third game, don't they? Yeah, that's a that's something worth talking about as well, especially when it comes to some some of the other groups is when Denmark Belgium is match day two. Is it? Yeah. Oh yes, you're right. Sorry, yeah. Finland Belgium yeah. is match day three. And I would fancy Belgium more than Denmark. 
clearly had to finish work by five o'clock that evening so that I can watch that game. <laughs> um, right, let's move on to Group C. It's done a bit quicker. We've got Netherlands, Ukraine, North Macedonia and Austria. Go on, Matt. Um, I've gone for Netherlands to top the group and Austria to come second. I don't think the Austrians were very good, but I think they might be marginally better than the other two. And I, I would probably say Ukraine to come third, but if I said my knowledge of Ukraine and North Macedonian football wasn't quite nece- at the necessary level it probably needs to be, that would probably be a fair and valid statement. And I've had to go with you, Madeline. I think Netherlands, Austria, Ukraine, North Macedonia, because the only Macedonian player I know is the bloke who plays for Leeds, Alioski or whatever his name is. Yep. What about Pandev, Dad? Do you remember him back in the day? Galatasaray? Yeah, yeah he's, still, he's yeah. still kicking around, still a bit of a baller. Um, I've gone Ukraine to finish second. I don't know if either of you know this, but Ukraine actually beat the Netherlands in qualifying. They're in the same group as each other. I think they could cause a cause a bit of a stir. They they've got um, Zinchenko at Man City, who sort yeah. of I know he plays at left back for City most of the time, but he he's a sort of attacking midfielder, probably probably an eight, I'd say. He sort of plays for Ukraine, and they got a decent little side. And I was not inspired at all by Austria against us. They really did not do anything. But they've got a very tall bloke up top. Yeah, they've, they've got a couple of decent players, haven't they? And obviously Alaba sticks out. And they've got an Austrian version of Peter Crouch. <laughs> yeah, on, but, uh, yeah, because Arnautovic was on the bench. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. another one that's... In- interesting yeah. name. He's still in China, I think, isn't he? But... Yeah. I think he wants to come back. I think he's made enough money now. <laughs> Not doesn't take long in over there, that's for sure. No. Right, Group D. We've got England, Croatia, the Czech Republic and Scotland. Dad, why don't you start us off on this one? Well, me being me, obviously England are going to come top. Okay. And funny enough, I think Scotland could come second. Okay. Although I really rate Croatia and I haven't looked at who's playing who when. It hang on, I can tell you this. It Scotland is, Croatia is game three. Yeah, it's Match England, three. England, Croatia, Scotland, Czech Republic. England, Scotland, Czech Republic, Croatia, England, Czech Republic, Scotland, um, Croatia. Um, so you've got the Scots second. Again, home advantage that they're coming into your thinking there. Yeah. Games at Hampden. Yeah. There's a lot. And the, and the Scottish, whilst not scoring lots of goals, they've got players in there who can sneak a goal. They seem very solid defensively. Obviously, Tierney is the outstanding player. Um. They got so, Chadams as well now up, up top, which I think is a decent They've got Chadams, a bloke who will run around a lot and it's quite annoying. <laughs> it's liable to score occasionally when you don't want him to. Um, and have you got Croatia third then? Yeah. Croatia third and Czech Republic fourth. Madeline, what about you? See, this was actually quite difficult because Czech Republic are a decent side. Um, they've obviously, they've got the likes of the uh, West Ham Czech, boys, I'm um, They've got yeah. a decent side. And my thing with Scotland is I just don't think they'll score enough goals. So I've put Croatia to come second, and obviously England to come to the top. Um, yeah, I'm just not sure. The Scots won't concede many goals, but no. I'm, I'm not, not, not sure they'll score enough for... And if I look at the way Croatia play, they're quite likely to score goals from midfield. So that would sort of eradicate how good Scotland are at left-back and left-centre-back if Luka Modric hits one from the edge of the box. Yeah. Clearly, left-centre-back's their strength, Madeline. Yeah. 
Right, this this is interesting because I've actually got Croatia to top this group with England second. And my reasoning is that I think that Scotland will just want to frustrate us as much as possible. Oh, and yeah. their objective against us will be to not lose. And therefore, I think that Croatia might top the group on goal difference with Scotland sort of trying to go for it a bit more against them and getting caught maybe. And I think, to be honest, I think we might draw on Sunday against Croatia. I think there'll be quite a few nerves from Mm. our boys. I think it could come down to goal difference. I fancy Croatia to stop it. And I've got Scotland to finish third. A couple of games at hand, and I'd say probably help them. And Czech Republic, even though I do rate them, they'll come bottom. Um, right, we're going on to Group E now, which is Spain, Poland, Sweden and Slovakia. And I'll start this one for a bit of um, variety. Bit of variety. Yeah, there you go. And I've got the Spanish coming top, Poland just behind, then Sweden and then Slovakia is how I've got this one going. Mine is exactly the same, to be honest with you. Exactly um, the same? Yeah, I haven't watched a lot of the Polish, but they've got a bloke called Robert Lewandowski up top. So um, that automatically means they're going to score goals. I've heard he, he does score a few goals at Lewandowski. To be he honest. hasn't scored for weeks, Matthew. So. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's because he hasn't been playing. What about you, Dad? How have you got this one? I, I have to say on... I sort of see Spain, Poland, Sweden, Slovakia. And my, my thing with Sweden was Slatan was coming back. There's obviously injured. Yeah, it's a big if shame. If Slatan that. had been playing, I'd have had Sweden to come second. Spain, good side. Good side. Solid all the way through. Poland, Lewandowski will score from anywhere. Nothing. Yeah. I think that might actually be the difference between Poland and Sweden because I think Sweden have actually got a really decent side, but yeah. I'm not sure who's going to score the goals from. They've got that um, young striker Isaac, I think his name is. He's yeah. playing for Sociedad. Yeah, looks a decent young player, but I'm not sure That's about Spain. right now. Spain have got Moreno. Yeah, the Spanish squad didn't massively excite me. No, and no Sergio Ramos, which is interesting because no. they've selected 24 in a squad when obviously yeah. you can select 26. Well, surely now they've added someone because Busquets got COVID. They have had so a couple of players, added... haven't they? They had another yeah. one today, Lorente. Oh, Lorente got it as well. Yeah, probably from Busquets. Yeah, so I don't know how that's, we'll have to see how that plays out. But anyway, let's move on to our, fir- our our last group, or the group of death, as it's been been called, which contains France, Germany, Portugal, and poor old Hungary. That have, I don't know what they've done to upset the to upset UEFA, but clearly something. Who wants to kick us off with this one? Not me. Okay. Dad, it's you. Up to you I'm, then. I'm going to sort of go for the obvious choice, which is France to come top, Germany second, Portugal three, Hungary four. Now, that's not based on anything particularly scientific other than I look at the French and I think possible exception of the goalkeeper. They've got quality all the way through and in depth. I don't... Germany have got a lot of good players, probably better goalkeepers, but I can't see them with the ability to score goals like France do. Yeah. And Portugal have got one bloke who I'm sure is on something because he seems to be able to jump and hang in the air for about an hour, waiting for a ball, higher than anybody else, can still hit a free kick. If you look at, you know, the You've got somebody like Bruno Fernandes, who I know scores a lot of penalties, but doesn't for Portugal because he doesn't get them. But you look at them as a team all the way through, they're a good side. Yeah. Look, also, in terms of attacking, you've got um, oh. Jao Felix. Um, cheat on UEFA fantasy if you're doing that because he's down as a midfielder. 
Yeah. Um, you've also got Jota, who's fit yeah. again from Liverpool. And defensively, you've got Cancelo and Diaz. So, yeah, real nice. I'll, I'll help you out here a bit, Dad, because I've got the same as you, the order. But my reason, OK, we'll call it reasoning, is that the Germans play Hungary last. Okay. And I think with them knowing what they, they'll have to do in terms, because I presume it will probably come down to goal difference in some way, shape or form. So I'm thinking the Germans are going to probably give poor Hungary a good, good thrashing and sort of steal second from Portugal is how I'm seeing it. Mads, what have you got? Um, I've gone France, Germany, Portugal. Um Pure, I'll be honest, I Dad said he get some in- different ones here. We're all going to say. Dad said he wasn't sure about the Germans going forward. Well, I'd probably argue otherwise because Serge Gnabry scores quite a lot of goals. Um, I think Kai Havertz will score some goals. One's going to come off Timo Werner's backside, probably against Hungary, but it is going to happen. Um, they've got Muller back in the squad. And if you can't score with Muller creating chances for you, you may as well hang up your boots here and now. Um, but yeah, I've put the France to come top because, well, I think they could put out a France B team that would probably get to the semi-finals of this competition. So, um, and then unfortunately for Portugal, who I do think are a really good side, um, that they they're going to come third in my opinion. Yeah, I don't think they're quite as good as they were three years ago now, when they went to the World Cup. If you remember that absolute stonking game against Spain. Brilliant game, that. Brilliant game of football. When they won the Euros, they didn't win it by playing stunning football. or Didn't win a game in the knockout round. No. No. But hard to beat. Yeah, I, I think and this team... a lot of players based in, in England, Matthew. Yeah, I think this team's definitely better than that one, actually. Yeah, same. Just be, just be interesting to see how they how they work it all, because they can't, can't play all of the attackers at the same time, so that'll be interesting. But let's move on to the um, third-place teams. We've got um, four that we'll go through. As sort of best losers, if you like. So, who have we got as these? Adam, do you want to kick us off? Um, not not really, because I haven't actually thought all of this through yet. Okay. Um, but I'm thinking Turkey, Ukraine, yeah, yeah. Portugal, and probably Scotland. Scotland, okay. I think. Something like that. Yeah. I can tell you, I've gone for Portugal, uh, Switzerland, Austria and Sweden are my four that I've got going through. Dad, how about you? So I've definitely got Sweden. I've got Portugal. I think then I'm probably looking... I'm not 100% sure how, how you score it, so it's I would just, think... It's just done on um, goal difference and points and stuff like that. I think Croatia, because uh, I've got England and Scotland, I think Croatia and probably Wales. Wales, okay. Right, so now we are moving on to the business end of the tournament. We're starting off with the round of 16, and obviously some of our fixtures will be different from this, but we can just do it one by one. And the first round of 16 game for me is Belgium-Sweden. Have we, have anyone, has anyone else got that? I do. Funny enough, I've got Belgium-Sweden. We came, we've all got that as a start, and I have got Belgium to go through. As have I. And I've got Belgium to go through. That was nice and easy. Um, okay, this is where I think it's going to get slightly different, but we can go with it. So I think we've all got Italy in this fixture. Yeah. Yep. And I've got them against the Ukraine. 
Ah. <laughs> I've got them against Austria. And Madeline, have you got the same as that? I have got them against Austria Aust- as well. Okay. Well, you, you two can go, go first. Italy are going through. And Italy are going through. More more beers for me and Dad because I've also got Italy going through. That's nice. Um, next one, I think we'll all have France in this. Yep. Yes. I've got France versus Wales. You've I've got, got France. France versus Turkey. Oh, so we've all got different because I've got France against Switzerland. Question is, have we all got the French going through? However. Yes. Dad, yes. I've also got France going through, and are we giving any of our sides, well, our sides, chances against the French here? Not really, no. 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 The thing is, I don't know about this stage is where the where the games will actually be held, but I, I can't see any of them beating the French. Um. Okay, this one might be very different because I've got England in this one. I'd like I to have England in this one. I, I was going to say, I don't think you will. No, you I've got have... Scotland versus Poland. You've got, I've got Poland. I've got Croatia versus Poland. Okay, right. Dad, let's start with you then. So I've got Scotland versus Poland and I've got Scotland sneaking through. Oh, wow. I've... Scottish making a run. Yeah. Very interesting. All based on Ali McCoy being on the radio. <laughs> and the telly. And everywhere else. And Kieran Tierney playing. And ball. Kieran Tierney, clearly. Nice. Um, Madeline, what about you? You said you had Croatia, Poland. Interesting mm. one, this. I've got a sticky one because I don't know who's going through. Um... I'd probably go Poland because, as we said, they're not bad defensively and they've got Robert Lewandowski up front. Okay. So I'll give him a sneaky 1-0 okay. win or something. Yeah. And I've got England against Poland and I am back in England to make that through, even though that I know for a fact that, that one wouldn't be at Wembley if we finished second no. in our group. So there you go. But, yeah, I've got still back in England to get through against Poland there. Um, I think we will all have Spain in this next one. Yes. Yes. I've got Spain against Austria. I've got got Spain against Croatia. Croatia. I've got Spain against Ukraine. Against the Ukraine. Okay, so all different. Uh, Dad, let's start with you this time. Spain. Spain. Not not giving the Croatians a hope there? Well, I'll give them a hope, but I think Spain are better. Sorry, not everyone. enough of one, that's for sure. Yeah, not, not enough of a shout. Madeline, you? Um, I've gone for Spain to beat, to beat Ukraine, but ironically, in all of these fixtures, if I thought there was to be an upset, it would probably yeah. be Ukraine beating Spain. That rhymed, but yeah. Yeah, I don't think the Spanish were what they were, sort of. Well, we are getting on now, aren't we? We're... Yeah. But... 20, about 2010, 2012, they were so dominant, weren't they? But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I've still got them going through here against Austria. And again, I think I think what might all be different here because I've got Croatia against Germany. I've got England versus Germany. You've got England oh, versus and depression <laughs> simultaneously. Uh, <laughs> Right, I've, let's start with you two then. You can both talk us through England, Germany. Go on, Dad. Well, the Germans are the Germans. are very annoying. They'll probably beat us, even if they don't deserve to. On penalties? So you're going... Yeah, so I'm, I think they'd beat us. they will beat us. Even if they don't deserve to, they'll beat us. And even if that one would be at Wembley? Possibly, yeah. But they just have this habit, don't they? Yeah, they do normally have their one up over us. Right, Madeline, you giving England any hope against the Germans? Naturally. Football's coming home, mate. Um, 
I've got I've gone I've actually gone England to go through. I don't okay. think there's a lot between us because I would say both our strengths lie in attack and both our weaknesses lie in defence. Um their their defence is aging. I think our youthful attack could could really prevail there and purely it was basically home advantage. Yeah. I think the faith I, I, of I think the faith of the English crowd, if Bojo allows it, there should be more people in there as well. And I think I think I we think could it's do it. Make a real difference, actually. I don't think we realise how big it is having no one for a year and then. Also, didn't we beat them the last time we played them? I can Eric tell you, Dyer last time we played them a couple of years. We that, oh, beat that, them three-two. A... Eric Dyer scored the winner. I think that was that was quite a few years ago, but yeah, it you was quite right. a few years ago. Yeah, so I've decided we definitely got okay. the psychological edge, and therefore <laughs> we're going to win. Okay. Um, well, I've got Germany going through in this round, but are they ha- they are not playing England in my situation. I've got um, them playing against Croatia, and I think they will come through that one. Um, I've got them playing Spain, obviously. <laughs> yes. And next, well, penultimate round of 16 fixture. I think we will all have the Netherlands as one of the teams here. Yeah. And I've got a very interesting one because I've got them facing Portugal. As have I. As have I. Oh, very interesting. Okay, this is a this is a big game in the round of 16. What have we what have we gone for, Dad? I've gone for Portugal to beat the Netherlands. Portugal to beat the Netherlands. Madeline. I've done the same thing and I've just looked to see where it was played because I could have changed my mind if it was in Amsterdam, but it's not. It's in Budapest, so I'm going to stick with Portugal. Lovely Hungary, so they're at least they're, they'll probably be out by that point, but at least they've got a nice game to watch there. Um, I've also got Portugal going through. I think, I, I, yeah, I think the thing that edges it is no Van Dyke for the Netherlands. That was, I was literally about to say that. If he was there, I'd back him. Yeah, you might have to It'd certainly be closer, but yeah, just fancy Portugal there, I think. Mm-hmm. And um, then the last one, Matthew, yeah. I've got Turkey playing Denmark. I've got exactly the same. I've got In the Amsterdam. Swiss playing Denmark. You've got the Swiss playing Denmark. Well, let's do you first then, Madeline. Who have you got I've, out of that one? I've got the Danish going through. You've got... Christian Eriksen leading Danish yeah. to the quarter. With the spirit of Nicholas Bentner. <laughs> Have you got the same Denmark going through against Turkey, Dad? No, I've got Turkey going through. I have also got Turkey going through. Yeah, as I say, really, really like the look of the Turkish team. So. And then, and then they're playing Portugal. Okay. Yeah, we Go are. Go back to the top, please. Okay, we can do because uh, we're now on to the quarterfinals. And my first quarterfinal is Belgium against Italy. So yes. nice. In Munich, Matthew. In Munich. And who have we got going through here then? This is the one that's going to shock everyone Italy. You've got I don't Italy think that's going. that much of a shock. Why, have you also got Italy, Madeline? Well, no, I've got Belgium, but that doesn't mean it's a shock. Okay. Yeah, I've got Belgium, but I, I was looking at Italy earlier, and I, I oh, yeah, I really like their quite a young team, which you probably wouldn't think of with the Italians, with people like um, Chiellini still Bonucci. there. Yeah. But... Yeah, quite quite a lot of young up and coming players. Uh, Donnarumma still only twenty two or whatever. He's been twenty two or twenty one yeah, for he's honestly ten years. Now, so, but yeah, I've I've got Belgium going through, but definitely can make a case for Italy here. I just wasn't sure that the Italians would score enough goals. Yeah. I'm, my next quarter final is France against England. I think you'll both have something different. I have France, Poland. You've got France, Poland. What about you, Dad? What have you got here? 
I've got France, Scotland. France, Scotland. Wow. And have you got the French going free from that one, Dad? Or are you I do have the French going through, Matthew, yes. Scott's dream run is over then. Still yes. a decent tournament for them, though, if that were to see happen. What about you, Madeleine? I have got the French beating the Polish. No Lewandowski ma- magic this time. Uh, well, there might be a little bit, but there might be a bit more French magic. Not, so. not enough, OK? Not enough. I'm saying... I'm also saying it's not coming home either because I've got the French beating England and quickly while we're on England because I know Madeleine you've still got them in but this is why I would much rather finish top of the group rather than all play it tactically and finish second because I mean either way it doesn't really make any difference yeah it's not really a win there's no win situation here yeah I mean you're going to play good teams whenever, and I think yeah. I'd rather have the home advantage, to be honest. I think that would that would help us rather than sort of... I'm, I'm, obviously, I wouldn't call Poland a freebie by any imagination, but that would be a game that I'd really fancy us to get through, but not against the French. And then my next quarterfinal is Spain against Germany. Yes. Mine is Spain against England. Spain against England. Okay, well, I've just talked about England, Madeline, so carry on. What have you got for this one? I'm actually more confident England are going to win this one than the the Germany game. Um, I think if they beat the Germans, that would be a massive psychological thing. Um, It is not at Wembley, which is obviously a shame. Um, but it's in Rome. I don't know if the Italians like the Spanish, but I feel like they shouldn't. Um, and I, I've already said I'm not completely enamoured by the Spanish, so I'm going to back the English. Hey, we've got we've got an optimist here, everyone, because Madeline's got us going through to the semi-finals and maybe beyond. But let's talk about Spain, Germany, Dad, which we've both got. Madeline's got Spain going out against England. Have we? I've got Spain going out against Germany. Yes, and I've I've got the same. So all this talk about all Germany aren't, aren't quite as good as they were a few years ago, and we've still both got them going through to the semi-finals. So there you go. And my last quarter-final is Portugal against Turkey. And Turkey. That's very interesting, Matthew, because I've got Portugal, Turkey, and I've got Turkey going through. Turkey, you're going the real... Well, yeah, these would be your real underdogs at this point. I've got the same fixture, and I've got Portugal going through. I have Portugal, Denmark, and I also have the Portuguese going through. Okay, so before we come to our fixtures, who have we all got left in at the semi-final stage? Shall I go, Mads? Yeah, go. I've got Italy, France, Germany, Turkey. Okay. The ghost of Mesa Ozil. (laughs) I've got Belgium, France and Germany, Portugal as my semi-finalists. I've got Belgium, France, England, Portugal. England, Portugal. Okay, so I think we've. So let's. I think we've got the same, Madeline, because we've both got Belgium, France, I believe, in the semi final. We do. Let's talk about that one then. Who who are you backing out this? Well, I'm, I'm backing the French. Um, they've played each other a lot from what I can remember in major tournaments recently. Well, it feels like a lot. I know they definitely played each other in 2018. They played each other. Um, Yes, I think genuinely they're a very similar team, but France is slightly better. Um, I think they've both got a good mix of experience and a few very, very magic players. But I think the French just have too much depth, to be honest. I think if if you said to me this this will go to extra time, I think that's when the French would really prevail and and be able to to take 
take that slight advantage over the Belgians. Yeah, I'd say look at this sort of a sucking talent from both teams. You think this really could be sort of one of the games of the tournament. And I think it comes down to the fact that both teams have got firepower. I'm not sure the Belgian defence, which always seems to be their issue, will be enough to stop the French, to be honest. So I've got the French beating the Belgians and making it through to the final. Dad, talk us through your semi-final. You've got France, Italy, is it? Yeah. And and like you too, I just think that I, I really rate the Italians, but I think the French, they, they're such a good side. I just think they would prevail over the Italians. Get Zinedine Zidane out there, headbutting Matarazzi, you know. Recollections of a World Cup final. Yep. And Dad, do you want to kick us off with your second semi final, which was? My second semi final is Germany Turkey. As I say, the, the Mesut Ozil derby. So you've got the Zinedine Zidane derby and the Mesut Ozil derby. Yeah. And, and are I've you got... back in Turkey well, once again to do it and reach a final? No, I'm, I'm, I'm saying the, the, Germans. I, the Germans will will finally do for Turkey. Yep. They've had a good tournament, according to me. Yeah, they have. They've done, they've done very well. I'm, I, I don't think you're alone in that at all, to be honest. There you go. Um, I've got Germany-Portugal. So a repeat of what we, a game that we'd have seen in the groups. And in fact, I've still got all the big three in the semi-finals from that one group. And I'm going for the Portuguese to qualify here, even though I actually had the Germans to finish above them in the group. I think on a one-off game, wow. Ronaldo would be the difference. Well, not necessarily Ronaldo, but Portugal have got more players. That did, did you just say in a one-off game, like the group game isn't also a one-off game? Yeah, but there's more riding on the semi-final, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah. Plus, Portugal could beat Germany and still finish behind them. I just think it's all about in individual players at this stage, and I think the Portuguese gonna gonna prevail over the Germans. Right, talk us through your semi-final, Madeline, which I believe still has Gareth's boys in it. Uh, yeah, I've got England, Portugal, and you're gonna laugh. I have actually got us going through. You got us going Based all the on, way to the it's final. At, it's at Wembley. Um, yeah, it would be at Wembley. All the semi-finals we've are. We've got. Yeah, we've got a lot of momentum from big wins against the Germans and the Spanish. Um, Reece James is gonna pocket Ronaldo. Um, and I just. I genuinely do just, for some reason, think we're going to win. I'm not sure why, um, but I, I've just got a feeling we're going to win. Nice. That's what we like to hear. That's... I, I don't have a lot of explanation for you other than the fact we're at home. That's fine. If you don't think there's much between the teams, home advantage is as good a reason as any. Like I say, I think it'll make a real difference. But that is Spencer FC and Madeline Keane now that I've seen that put England through <laughs> to the final. So two two well known football experts there. And I think we're we're gonna have to save you for last, Madeline, because you've got okay. England in the final. But Dad, what is your final? France and Germany. Okay, yeah. my final is France and Portugal, and yours, Madeline, is France, England. Um, let's start off with you, Dad. Who's winning France, out? Germany. And you know who I'm going to say is going to win. I, I don't, actually. It, it is France. You've said the French. So it's no longer it's the, it's no longer the Germans, Dad. The French are going to going to beat them, are they? Yeah. Okay, so France are your winners, Dad. 
Um, France are also my winners. I've got them beating Portugal, getting revenge for, well, five years ago now in a repeat final. But I've got the French coming on top this time and winning the Euros as well as that World Cup they won two years ago, three years ago. Madeleine, England, France at Wembley in the Euro final. Who is winning it? Is it coming home? Unfortunately, home advantage isn't quite getting us free right. in this one. Um, I, I think the French have gone too much. Um, unfortunately, I'd love nothing more than for it to come home. But I, I just can't see anyone beating the French. Don't fancy um, a cheeky penalty shootout victory? Um, that is actually the only way I could see us winning, I'll be honest. If we can somehow manage to get it to penalties, make sure Jordan Henderson is off that football pitch. Because if that goes to 11 penalties, that means he's got to take one of them. And Jordan, you're a great player, but not at taking penalties. Um, yeah, I, I can't I can't quite see it all coming home. I can see Phil Foden losing two European finals in a row. That'd be horrible for him. It would. Right, so there's our tournaments and how exciting we've all got the French to win. <laughs> mm. but we've we've all gone very, very different. Obviously, Dad's got Italy and Turkey in the semi-finals, which is very interesting. This will be awkward if the French end up finishing third in their group and not yeah. go through as one of the four highest. Yeah, it will be. But we will, and we'll, as I say, when the tournament comes to an end, we'll have to do a um review of the tournament as a whole and our predictions as well and we've got a couple more but a couple of extra bonus ones because we're going to do some I'll, I'll call them awards so the first award is golden boot have we all got a name for a for a golden boot winner i do and who's I've your got name Mbappe. Mbappe for dad uh, mine's his mate. He's called Antoine Griezmann. You've got Griezmann. Interesting. Um, I've got a Belgium who goes by the name of Romelu Lukaku. I think. But I heard he wasn't any good. Yeah, but I think if you look at their groups with games against Finland and Russia, he did go might, through my mind. They might score a few goals, I reckon, and he he tend he. Does well in tournaments. Did well at the World Cup. Did well at the Euros. He also takes penalties. There you go. Um, Who takes penalties for the French? To be honest, well, Benzema took one the other day and missed it. Mm. Ah, so it might not be Karim. It could be Griezmann. Or it would be Mbappe, I would say. Yeah. Yeah, Griezmann's another one that has a has a good record at these tournaments. Mm-hmm. Wasn't he and top goal scorer last tournament? Last Euros he was, yeah. yeah. And obviously Mbappe, well, he was already a star by the 2018 World Cup, but he was still, still a teenager and still massive part of them winning it. So I think we've all got decent shouts there. And none of us going for Kane, Madeline, not even you predicting England to get to the final? Not even me thinks Harry Kane is going to... I did it based on the fact... You know, you made the point with um, Belgium and the group they were in. I did yeah. it on... I'm expecting them, the French to have a field day against Hungary. Wow, OK. That was sort of where I... Whereas I don't look at any of our fixtures and go, that's one where Harry looks like he's going to get a hat for. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a good show. Although with Jack Greenish in the team, we might get a few penalties. We, we, we might have, get a few we penalties. We have to hope so. Um, next one, we've got player of the tournament. This can obviously be your golden boot winner, as it quite often is. But I've got a different name. I've got a different name. You going to Mbappe again, Dad, or have you got a different one? I find it hard to see past Mbappe. Yeah? Because they always go for goal. Somebody who scored goals. Yeah, it, yeah. Benzema. Yeah. Right, go on then, Madeline. Who's who's your player of the tournament? I've, I've gone from Bappe because I think he's getting goals and assists. Okay. Whereas yeah. I think Griezmann will score a lot of goals. I think Mbappe will get more assists. 
Yeah, yeah, fair enough. I've gone for another Belgian, and I've gone that Kevin De Bruyne. Was... <laughs> I've gone for the fact that Kevin De Bruyne is going to be setting up Lukaku a lot, a lot. Mm. And I'm backing him to score a couple goals, get a few assists, and just be genuinely very good. Again, he did go through my brain. He's quite good, isn't yeah. he? Nearly as good as Smith Rowe, not quite. But... Yeah. So our last um, player individual award is breakout star, someone that is going to properly sort of announce themselves on the world stage. So a bit like um, James Rodriguez is the example that comes to my mind straight away in 2014. Do you want me to kick us off for this one? I would actually, yeah. Um, I've, as I said a couple of times, I think Italy could have a decent tournament. I know Dad's got them going through to the semi-finals, and good couple of good young attacking players. One of which is Kessia or Kesa. I don't really know how to say his name, unfortunately. But of Juventus, had a very good season for them, even though they didn't really do what they normally. Well, they didn't. They didn't win the league like they normally do. And I think. He could be one that really shines for Italy and sort of develop as, a, as an up-and-coming talent. So I've gone for him as my breakout star. Okay. Have you got one, Madeline? I can't, because I've not planned this, I can't immediately think from the top of my head. But I can think of a youngster who I think is going to do really well, if that's any good. And you know who I'm going to say. Yep, let's hear it. I genuinely, this is very dependent on, and I said this to Dad the other day, our England's best right right winger is Bukayo Saka. He's the only one that looks completely natural because he can cut in on his left foot. And I think if he gets game time, which is obviously dependent, it was, I'll be honest, it went from him to Bellingham. I wasn't sure between the two, but I decided Bellingham counted as putting himself on the world stage with the Champions League performances. Yeah, I mean, so, I think I'd allow Bellingham more than yeah. Foden, to be honest. I think I'll, he's I'll, a great shout. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go for one of Bellingham or Saka. OK. Dad, have you got one? I'm going to chuck a, a, a slightly odd one at you. I think his name's Koku, who, who plays yes. for Feyenoord, but plays for Turkey. Yes, yes. I think that's how you say his name. Yeah. K-O-K-C-U, Koku, plays in midfield for Feyenoord. Yeah, sort of attacking midfielder. Yeah, sort I've seen of attacking it. midfielder. I've seen he had a good season for Feyenoord, didn't he? I've seen a couple of yeah. people say he could, be a, he could be a good one for fantasy, quite cheap as yeah. well. Yeah, and that's a good shout, actually. I don't know how old he is, but yeah, certainly someone that could could do well and especially works well with your predictions because you've got Turkey doing very well. Well, that's why I picked him because I've got Turkey going a long way. Yeah. Fair play. And are Turkey your surprise team of the tournament, Dad? I'm not not sure it's a surprise to me, but yes, I think they surprise a lot of people. Like I say, I think a lot of people have said this about Turkey, but if they, they were to get through to the semis or even the quarterfinals, I think that would be a, I, I suppose, sort of an over overachievement, I suppose, is a, is a good way of putting it. And yes. I've, I've gone for Italy as mine, because even though I've, I've got them going out against Belgium, I think that is, that's a game they could win and go through to the semis. So I think, as I say... Good, good young players. I think they could do well. Madeline, have you got a surprise team? Um, well, considering the fact that I haven't got Turkey getting as far as you lot. Yeah. Um, I think. And I mean, none of mine are that surprising. I'll maybe go for Denmark. Yeah, I was just going to say you've got Denmark going a fair way, haven't you? They, they, they get to the quarterfinals of mine. Um. And they've obviously got Kasper Schmeichel in goal. I think they could they could cause an upset. But again, like I said earlier, Ukraine could eat, beat the Spanish and they could be a real surprise. Yeah. So, yeah. based on my predictions, I'll go to Denmark. Nice. 
And our last one is underachievers, a team that we think would do quite well and maybe won't. And obviously this is this could be a lot of teams and this very much depends on our own predictions. But do you want to kick us off this time, Adeline? Um sure. I'm gonna go for is it how is underachievers being measured is it underachievers to everyone or to their own country you you can interpret how you like i personally say as in team that everyone thinks typically will do well not necessarily in their own country but um i would say probably i've been giving them a hard time which is a shame because i love them but i'll probably say the spanish yeah um because we've seen how good they can be and you know the likes of javi iniesta etc etc and they're just not they're just not as good but they're Spain, so people are naturally going to think they're going to do well. Yeah, yeah that's but I just, I just don't think true. they'll do as well as they have done in previous years. Yeah, def- definitely, that's a good shout, Dad. For you, I, I think much. I hate to say it, it will be England. Yeah, <laughs> I've got the same. <laughs> I think we've. I think everyone naturally people have got good expectations. I think. I've got us going out with the quarterfinals, but after a pretty disappointing group stage as well. So I think that would be, that'd probably have to be considered a failure for England. Yeah. And yes, yeah, Spain was another one I had written down. I think if this, um, if Ukraine beat Spain in this um, quarter, uh, round of 16, Madeleine, you're going to certainly be can be very pleased with yourself when we oh, review it know. at the end but yeah we've that's that's all our awards that's all our predictions and i think it's safe to say we're all very much looking forward to it well not apparently no, we're looking forward to it aren't we i can't wait yep that's better and yeah, I'm, I mean, I can't really say when we are going to do episodes because obviously we normally do them on a Monday. But games going on all the time, we're just going to have to look where we can where we can fix fit them in. But we will be bringing episodes, and we're just going to enjoy enjoy the football really, and watch watch as many games as we possibly can. Yes. And then, in about a month's time, we will look back at these predictions and we will either laugh at ourselves or say, oh, wow, that was a, that was a good shout. Like when Ukraine beat Spain, man. <laughs> isn't that right? <laughs> and when Turkey have got to the semi-final, Dad. When it's the oh. Turkey-Ukraine final, that'll be one. <laughs> but thank you both for joining me. I hope you've enjoyed that. I think that's been good fun to do. You're very welcome. And thank you all for listening. And we will be back at some point next week. Goodbye.